Hello, everyone. Welcome to my little after show I call Conscious Commentary. Uh, you know, I don't do this uh, little little commentary too often. Only when the spirit moves me is what I like to say. But after the conversation I had with my dear friend, Cynthia Sue Larson, hopefully uh, the episode in which you just tuned into quantum reality and how it's affecting us right now, I couldn't resist. I had to have a little bit of uh, chatter after the show because there's so much that we covered um, on this show. You know, our Higher Journeys Radio is about the possible. It is about reality, not how it's typically uh, looked at or experienced, but reality uh, as it may very well be, as I've said many times, far more vast, multidimensional, and powerful than we could have ever imagined. But in this last show, we imagined uh, reality from a quantum perspective, something that uh, my friend Cynthia is known for. In fact, they do call her, as you probably heard, the quantum optimist, because she feels that our living in a reality that is based on quantum principles versus classical principles will be the way of the future. In fact, uh, as some physicists are finally relenting to, it's the way of now they're starting to see incredible effects that have no room in a classical framework with their own eyes taking place right in front of them. We covered so many perspectives of this quantum reality. Now, if you've tuned into the show before, you've undoubtedly heard Cynthia on the show uh, speaking about uh, her book, Quantum Jumps, of course, gets into uh, uh, the framework and the basis for which quantum mechanics is built um, but we we took a little bit of a different turn today that I thought was quite fascinating, spent a little bit more time on some of the anomalies that the everyday person is experiencing, one of them being alternate history. And so I thought I'd take a few minutes to to delve a little deeper into that. Now, if you didn't hear the show, uh, where I certainly don't want to spoil the little surprise that Cynthia had for us with this pop quiz to see if you may have experienced an alternate history, well, Spoiler alert, I'm going to do it. So uh, if you don't want to hear what we talked about, you might want to shut this off. But I guarantee you it won't spoil the interview itself because we covered so many things. But let's talk about what has been aptly called, not just by Cynthia, but others, uh, alternate history. Some people call it the Mandela effect. You know what that means? In a nutshell, uh, as most of us, maybe all of us at this point know Mandela uh finally succumbed, uh, died, passed away. Oh, what's it been? A couple of years now. Uh, he lived uh, to be a ripe old age. Uh, and of course, was very sad to see such a, a great leader uh, move on uh, out, out of this world. However, this is a big however, how many of you out there have a recollection, even a vague recollection, that Mandela passed some time previous to a couple of years ago, maybe even as early as the 1980s. I have to say, personally, I don't have an absolute recollection of that, but apparently many people do. So much so that this phenomenon, some theorists claim they call the Mandela effect. In other words, uh, or alive again, I think is what Cynthia calls it. The anomaly by which you, as the experiencer or observer in this case, could swear that somebody died many years before it was actually announced that they died. I've actually had that experience with several 
uh, typically well-known people that you'll hear about in the news. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. But Cynthia has, and some other uh, alternative researchers have a theory that rather than this is just sort of a trick of the brain, well, I just thought I heard that Mandela died back in the 80s, may in fact be a quantum process in which, as I sort of distilled from what she was saying, because it's a bit complex, that what's happening possibly is that we're looking at a multiple set of scenarios. Many people call them different timelines. And those timelines can at some point intersect or overlap where, and we've probably some of you have heard this before, in, in some, uh, in, in one reality, let's take the JFK assassination. In one particular timeline, a parallel timeline, if you will, the ominous assassination never took place. And he went on to fulfill his his full term as president, maybe even two terms. And that literally was a reality that played out on some other level. I'm putting a question mark there. Some other level, some other dimensional reality, maybe. In the one that most, if not all of us recall, unfortunately, there was a tragic assassination, a tragic killing. So that's been brought up in in. Uh, talks in this context as well. But the Mandela effect has been broadly uh, used to describe lay people experiences where they really, really felt something happened differently than the way they're seeing it happen now. Again, spoiler alert. But two of the things that I thought were cute, but equally intriguing have to do with a uh, with child, childlike uh, fables, or uh, for instance, the Disney movie um, Snow White and the Queen looking in the mirror. Actually, I'm not going to reveal it. If you haven't watched, or watched. If you haven't listened to the interview, I uh, I encourage you to do so. Let me put the question out there to you. Anyone listening now? You've seen Snow White, undoubtedly. Do you recall? the scene in which the queen is looking in the mirror and talking to the mirror and saying blank blank on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all. And I want you to fill in the blank blank, just like I did. We'll leave it there. Then the other one that I thought uh, I have vivid recollections of, (laughs) I I tend to tune into these, my, my memories as a child and all these little programs that I'd watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the... Oops, I think I blew it. Well, this is how I recall it. It's a beautiful day in in the neighborhood. I think that's it. I'm not going to spoil this commentary. I'm not going to give you my um, poor singing skills. (laughs) But the point is, what most of us remember in some of these things, these phrases that we heard over and over again, whether sung or spoken, well, they may be different now. And according to the the archives, the film and score archives, they were always the way they are now. Go figure. Something a little weird is going on here. Now, I brought this up to my husband because I, I think it's the cutest thing. And as a matter of fact, uh, on Thanksgiving Day, I, I think I'm going to make this a little trivia or pop quiz to my dinner guests and see what they say about there were six questions that Cynthia asked. Uh, I I brought up three of them to you. That's the Snow White, 
Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Nelson Mandela's passing. And there were uh, several others that I'll leave for you to listen to on the show. I think I'm going to bring this up to my uh, my family at Thanksgiving and see what they have to say. But I did bring it up to my husband. And lo and behold, he has a re- recollection on a couple of them, uh, as most of us do. <laughs> but when I went into the theory uh, that Cynthia and I were discussing and what that may denote, of course, he was like, well, you know, it could have been the other way. It could have, it could have been uh, something, something, you know, uh, what were we talking about? I think it was um, Mr. Rogers. Anyway, I said, yeah, you want to disprove it, don't you? <laughs> He's like, no, no, it's it's definitely an interesting concept. And this is a great way of embracing the reality of a quantum jump, a quantum reality. Um, kind of in a light way, because this is obviously complex and it is not what we're used to talking about. Multiple realities, simultaneous time, teleportation. We covered um, spontaneous remission of disease. We talked about, and many people have heard stories, of inexplicable uh, survival during car accidents and uh, cranes coming down that should have killed the person below. Cynthia gets into one such story that was featured in her book, Quantum Jumps. But I have to put the question out, what is really happening here? And one of the questions that I put to Cynthia relative to, are we living in a quantum reality? Is this really the true nature of reality? Was, you know, when we're having these thoughts or recollections, for instance, of alternate history, who, what's quantum jumping here? Is it us or the event itself? I have to say, I think that was a pretty good question to ponder. And she came back and said, well, I think that begs the question of who are we? Gets deeper and deeper. The rabbit hole gets deeper from there. But it's true. Maybe it's time to reevaluate who we are, what we are. We've heard it many times, particularly in this venue of... Um, Metaphysics, we are consciousness. But what is that? What is consciousness? I think it's more than awareness. And and how much of an influence does consciousness have on the reality that we experience or altering the reality that we experience? You know, something else that we talked about is the possibility of changing the past, acts of the past or the energy of the past from a quantum perspective, of course. And according to uh, the super superposition of states that Cynthia talks about, that's been talked about, it, it's more than possible. It's d- been done. Changing, although she doesn't like using the term timeline, but assuming that there are multiple timelines, literally switching timelines, shifting timelines. Perhaps we're doing that all the time. Head trip, isn't it? But I think it's worth pondering. Um, there are a lot of things that we're pondering these days, aren't there? We couldn't escape our chat today, recorded today, of course. Uh, today being, oh, well, it's uh, it's the eve of Thanksgiving, isn't it? <laughs> Still talking about the Paris events, 
I don't like using the word attacks. I'm going to say events, the Paris events, because it has dominated the headlines and it seems to be dominating the consciousness of a lot of people. I was in the grocery store uh, yesterday doing the Thanksgiving shopping and kind of people are kind of looking at each other and smiling and taking a big sigh saying, oh, the big grocery list with the big dinner coming up. And I got into a conversation with a woman uh, without going off on too deep of a tangent on this. And she was kind of sighing as we were putting our groceries in the store. And I said to her, you know, I'm just glad that I'm able to do it, that we're able to get this food. One thing led to another. She said, you know, you're right. She says, just look at what's happening around the world and blah, blah, blah. And you know what came next, right? I thought to myself, this is really something that has managed to seize the attention and sustain itself in the consciousness of man, or at least um, as we're getting the news. But then we talked about these Paris incidents and others like them in which they push and push uh, to make sure it stays evergreen in our memories. Cynthia and I talked about the future, the, the Paris events and others like them and the implications for the future. And she brought up something very interesting. She said, you know, if consciousness has is playing a central role in the play out, not only of our present, but of our future and how in the future that we choose for ourselves, there's a quantum way of dealing or, 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 putting ourselves in the driver's seat, putting consciousness in the driver's seat, even though some are saying, oh, this is perhaps the uh, the impetus for, the for, as the Pope said, a piecemeal third world war. I found that to be very disturbing. And I brought that up in the show. And she said, well, there are using the same sort of quantum principles, a way that we can put a little bit of control on what we see play out in the future. I'm not going to get into that now. Again, uh, if you've listened to the show, you know what she said. And if you haven't, I urge you to go and certainly watch it. These are the things, folks, that I think are worthy of our time and our contemplation. They're big subjects. Yes, the strife around the world and the the, the hideousness, (laughs) I think that's a word, hideousness, that's happening, it seems on a daily basis, certainly is competing for our attention. And that's not to say ignore what's going on. But when you look at them with sort of a fresh perspective, that these are things that are far more in our control than we probably realize, particularly with a quantum angle. And moreover, spending more time pondering that idea and starting to test it out. These are the things that are worthy of our consciousness, worthy of our attention. And I hope, I truly hope that maybe for those of you celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow, that you'll bring up some of these things. I mean, look, you're going to, I know you're going to talk about everything from the football game to the kids in school to Uncle Joe and Uncle Joe's stories. And those are all great. That's part of the tradition. But I have a little challenge for you. Maybe bring some of these things up that we talked about on the show today. Give, like like Cynthia said, maybe you want to sit around the table and pose the little pop quiz, uh, the alternate history pop quiz to, to Uncle Joe. See what he remembers about Snow White <laughs> and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Star Wars. But guess what? Again, we keep it light. You know, it's a, it's a fun conversation, but we also get people to start thinking 
start thinking again. Start thinking about possibility. And maybe you too will ask the question, as Cynthia so lovingly does, how good can it get? I say really good. Listen, everyone, as always, I am so appreciative of you and for you tuning in, not only to the show, uh, Higher Journeys Radio, but to my little commentary after the show. And hopefully you'll pick up just a little tidbit from it. So until next time, signing off for now. And uh, the next time we talk, we will officially be in the holidays. (laughs) So enjoy yourself wherever you may be on this planet. And may God continue to bless you. Take care.